knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Anthem Report Podcast! This is episode number 147 in the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast that you've ever known. I'm Mike, and with me as always is my brother, Jason. Through the technology of the internet, he's here with me. Hi, Jason. Hi! So we're here, and... We got a semi-big announcement to make before we get into stuff. Um, So we had mentioned before, I I don't know if you guys remember, a few episodes back, we could have had our good friends Lands and Cage Guides on to talk about Cage 20, their event. You remember that, Jason? Dude, I remember, and not only is is his name Lands, his name is Lands of Masters, for anyone who doesn't know. (sighs) Fucking disrespectful, dude. He's a master. Dude, okay. I was just—he's my friend, so I was just referring to him how I refer to him. Yeah, but, but you still gotta re- put respect on his name, dude. I there's tons of respect for Lance from me. <laughs> he's juiced. But we said we would we would be submitting something for the KH20 event, run by those yes. guys and a lot of other really online. lovely people. The online the version, online yes, because we will not be able to attend the in person part. And I am here to announce that our event got accepted. We're not banned. So on March 15th, which is a Tuesday. A Tuesday. At 5 p.m. EST at twitch.tv slash Bros, We will be hosting our part of the event. And I bet you're all wondering. What is what is your part of the event? What are you going to be doing for the? Are you just going to do another know. live podcast? LOL. No, <laughs> we, we actually do, actually do know. know. <laughs> Jason and I will be doing a randomizer race. Yo, no, I hear you guys right now. Something Ooh. that everybody else has done a already. Randomizer race. Oh, uh, you guys. Why are you guys just doing the same shit? What the fuck? Like I hear you guys, right? <laughs> we hear you, but this is different. I hear you shit talking. <laughs> I hear you shit talking me right now. I hear you shit talking me for clout. I hear it. But here's the deal. Here's what's really happening. We are doing a randomizer race. And J- the the difference is we are running two different games against each other. Jason will be running Yo, the Kingdom Hearts 2 randomizer, and I will be running the Kingdom Hearts 3 randomizer. And we will be going oh head to head. And whoever finishes first wins. Wins everything. It's like when in the olden times when you'd have a boxer fight a wrestler, dude. You don't know what's going to happen. They're two different styles. They're two completely different things. They're out there. They're crazy. They're both about fighting, but we have no fucking clue who will win. Exactly. And some of you are like, wow, Jason's really good at the KH2 randomizer. Mike, are are you sure that this is what you should do? I mean, honestly, it's going to be pretty tough for you to beat him with the KH3 randomizer. You know what I say to you? You're right, but fuck you. I'm going to win. Well, also, for those of you who, like, know, like, settings of, of like, randomizers and stuff, like, I'm going to have everything on because right. it's, like, it could potentially be a very long seed. Yeah, you know? where I'm going to have nothing on. I mean, I'm going to be naked. 
he's gonna be butt ass naked. Butt ass naked. No, I'm gonna have some settings. I'm gonna have some specific naked, settings, if you will. We're not gonna. Uh, Kingdom March three right now is a longer randomizer run typically, so we're gonna tweak some stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's what's happening. That's what we're doing. I hope you guys will please look forward to it. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be juice. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun as hell. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be juiced. It's gonna be fun as hell. Um, we really appreciate lands and guides and everybody else allowing us into the event. I know we're some despicable individuals, and we yeah, say and yeah. do some things that are despicable. Cretinous, cretinous. Even we're a, we're a cretinous bunch, but we're we're we love that we are. Welcome to the Kingdom Hearts community with open arms as a Cretanous bunch. So thank yeah. you guys. Regardless of Cretanage. Regardless of Cretanage or where we come from, we are, we are valued. <laughs> that being said, we have a lot on the docket coming up. Let, let, let's recap it here, Jason. It's not like we're recapping it because we have nothing else to talk about. No, we're just gonna, no, no. We're just going to recap it. There's a lot it. on the docket. There's a lot on the right docket. now. Right. There's a lot on the docket, you guys. So it's not that there's a ton of stuff coming up later. And that's taking all of our brain power and thought. Yeah, and, and yeah. Free time. No. It's that there's just so much going on even right now. So let's lay it out here. <laughs> let's lay it out for everybody. Right now on Twitch, Jason and I are playing through Chrono Trigger. Jason's playing for the first time. We're a little, really fun. little over halfway through the game. It's really fun. Leading into April, well, I thought it was—I thought it was going to be overrated, guys. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, you know what? Everybody's always, everyone's always dick riding Chrono Trigger. Like, I'm probably going to be let down by this boomer ass game, dude. But it was actually good mode so far. So that's going to lead into April when we're going to play Chrono Cross. When the remaster comes out, my favorite game of all time. Also, in March, March 15th, like we said, we got KH20 coming up, yep. where we are yep. going to do that fun randomizer race. Take your bets. Who's going to win, me or Jason? Probably Jason, but it could be me. <laughs> Winnable? Then Mike? on date to be decided on one of the three days of, well, actually, the Friday of March Caprice, which the date escapes me, from what I understand, is when we will be doing Family Feud. Regular Pat's family feud. Yo. And we will be taking on the water family. Team water teams to be decided. Teams to be decided. But Jason and I got a good idea of who our, our family is, you know? Yeah, dude. It, it's, yeah. It just, it makes sense, dude. Right. And we're, you know, it's going to be like, you know. We asked 100 Kingdom Hearts fans, what is actually under regular Pat's hat? And then it's going to come up to me and I'm going to go, well, Pat, I got to tell you, it's going to be one of those cowlicks. And he's going to go, let's see mm. a cowlick. Bing, cowlick. And then Jason's mm. going to come up and he goes, well, Pat. Um, I, you got to know what, Pat? I'm going to have to say a penis, Pat. There's no way that hat stands like, up that straight whoa, whoa, all the whoa, fucking whoa. time. A it's a penis, Pat. A penis? That's right, Oh, Pat. Lord, he said penis. That's right, Pat. Let's see if that's the, right. Let's see that's if the penis answer. is up there. That's a good answer. And I'm like, oh, it's up there, Pat. It's up there. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. And he's like, let's see, penis. Ding. And then he's like, oh, oh no. my god. I do this he bit every time. I do this bit every time. Uh, so that's gonna happen, March Caprice. And then one of the days of March Caprice, we are gonna have our um, our live podcast where we do. Yo? 
where we tier list your favorite Kingdom Hearts cutscenes, which um, hopefully you got them all in because the list is finalized now. The list has been finalized. I mean, actually, Jason, Jason and I are going to add a couple scenes, but oh yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys missed some, show. you idiots. But <laughs> we're, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tier list them for you guys. You and guys then, didn't put the part where Yen Sid looks at Chip and Dale in the freaking Cage Three ending, dude. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they just put the cage three ending, but no, but specifically that scene, and that's that's good enough, I think. Mm, I don't know, dude. Not for me. Shit, what day is the actual cage twenty event? It's the same, the same weekend, like the live stuff. No, it's in April. The actual, the actual oh, oh, anniversary. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like the actual, as in like the in person. No, no, shit. cage twenty is live. Is that that weekend? Yeah, so cage twentieth. Yeah. But Kate's the Kate's twentieth event that Square Enix is putting on that they will not be streaming, but will release at a later date, April tenth. April that's 10th. some bullshit, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh, we'll know all about all it. All the way They'll, out in April. We have some people. We have a man or two on the inside, you know. Yo. Multiple actually, men? No, that's not true. We don't. But multiple women is what he meant to say. Multiple men and women. So that will be then, and we'll find out more then. You gotta figure Dark Roads on the docket, right? I don't know, dude. I don't think so. I don't know, dude. At this point, it's like, <sighs> I don't know, dude. I feel like they forgot about this shit. It's possible. I feel like they forgot about it. Like, it's a story that wasn't going to be told, and then the the animators were like, "Yo, we need our jobs. Please let us make another game." <laughs> no one else will hire us for full time jobs to do this fucking little chibi art. And when their mouth moves, it just does a little bob 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 bob. bob. <laughs> and then. After that, we'll know a lot more about what's coming up for Kingdom Hearts, and that's going to be an exciting time. But also in May, we have our charity live stream, May 19th yeah, through May 22nd, where we'll be playing Skyrim and getting the Platinum Trophy. Some tell us it can't be done. You know what Some I say to those haters. people? As, wait, okay, okay. Also, we said this on the stream. For anyone who has not been a part of our annual charity stream, it's been non-stop banger content guys yeah we put on a freaking show for days on end okay this doesn't just entail us playing skyrim and we're sitting there and we're eating doritos and drinking mountain dew dude this is an event for charity we go all out we that's called donation incentives not even just like okay you hit this amount and this happens also like you donate Twenty dollars, we spin the wheel, dude, or whatever amount that we we determine. I think it was twenty dollars last year, right? Yeah, or twenty five. I can't remember. It might have been twenty five. Things will happen immediately, so it's not like okay, I'm donating to charity because it's a good cause, and also something might happen if we reach a goal. Like no shit will happen immediately, bro. It's freaking awesome. We do other things other than just playing Skyrim. Um, there'll be other things that will happen. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but like we put production value into this stuff, dude. This is next level. Don't miss it. Mark your freaking calendars, dude. 
Definitely. It's going to be a fun time. We're really excited. We still have yet to announce what charity we're raising money for, but we promise it will be a charity that uh, means a lot to us and hopefully means a lot to you. Yeah. And then, so that's kind of the, the docket until May, but also on top of that, dude, we got some, we are, we are TM content men TM this year, right? Yep. Yep. So yep. 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 We just filmed the stupidest video of all time. Yeah. We were like, yo, let's put this on the podcast, but now it, I don't know, dude. It didn't make sense as podcast content. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're literally just going to make it. It's a video. This um, is its own video. It, and I'm not going to spoil it, but it's ridiculous. We just had our Twitch stream video. Our our clips of 2021 sorry, come out. Okay. <laughs> our Twitch stream video. What the fuck does yeah. that? No, no, no. Uh, the clips of 2021 that just came out. All the top clips of 2021. Yeah. And it's a, it's a real fun video. There's some more Keyblade Wars coming eventually. You already know. You already know. I have a, uh, my, I mentioned my KH Cloud Speedrun video that's coming. And on top of that, just banger content that we're going to continue to release all year because we are content men TM. TM. Including this banger of a podcast episode. Dude. <laughs> Where we've just where we're in purgatory because there's nothing going right. on right now, and we're so close to so much info, dude. Like, we're what? so close. We're just it, it, we're on the precipice of glory. We're chomping at the bit, and whatever the fuck that means, dude. But I'm chomping the bit. Yeah, what right? does that mean? I'm chomping at the bit. Wait, what I'm does chomping, chomping at the, the bit, bit mean? Hold on. I don't know, dude. Chomping I... at the bit. That's me though. You look up chomping at the bit on Google, and it's just chomping me. at. The bit. But I'm having a bad hair day, so don't look it up. Meaning. Well, I, like, I know what it means, I guess. I, how does it? Everyone, yeah, you can guess what it means. What does it but I'm chomping from? at the bit. I'm frothing at the mouth, dude. <laughs> okay, it's, it's used to liken someone to an overexcited horse straining against its bit. The metal piece oh, of yeah, the harness dude. that fits between That's its exactly jaws. That's exactly me. That's exactly me. So you're like ready to roll, dude. You're you're chomping like, at your ah, bit. Your ah, jockey's behind you, like easy, yeah, girl, dude. easy. And you're yeah, just exactly. chomping at the bit, dude. I'm just chomping at it. Oh I my need god, it. dude, chomping, chompers, a heckin' chomper, if you will. <laughs> now I'm just saying things. Everything's just been going pretty swell, dude. The stream, it's been fun. The podcast, it's been fun. We're True. making extra stuff. True. Like, I'm not trying, I'm I'm just not a bit. I'm not trying to just reiterate everything we just said just to say it. But like literally everything's just been going going good. I started a new job and I'm like I'm I'm loving it. Oh yeah. It's chill. And yeah, it's just been going great. It's only gonna get better. You've so, just been chomping at the bit, man. I've just been chomping at the bit in real life. I'm going to I'm going to start using that but like a different meaning. So mm. like when I'm doing a bit on stream or whatever and someone starts okay. trying to hate on my bit, I'm going to be like, "Man, you're really chomping at the bit, you're all right?" You're just chomping at the bit, aren't you? <laughs> just chomping at the bit. That's, dude, that's funny. just chomping at the dude. bit, dude. Wow, Sean, you're really chomping at my bit right now, dude. Okay, that When you say my bit, that's a bit weird. Sean, you're chomping at my tiny little bit, okay? <laughs> Did you cut it out? Stop chomping at Stop it. Stop chomping at my bit. 
<laughs> Sean in particular. <laughs> Bro, I'm also pretty excited because um yeah, you know what? We're just chatting now, guys. This is the just chatting podcast. March thirteenth, dude, we get to go see Coed in Cambria, dude. Yeah. And we haven't seen them enough. Yeah, I know, dude. It's not like we went on a boat <laughs> in October and saw them. But, like, I don't know. They they got new music and stuff. and It's always a good time. Yeah, and I just, I miss going to concerts. I used to go to concerts all the time, and then COVID, yeah. you know, kind of took that from me, and now I'm getting back into the swing of it, you know, and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, bring me to a concert. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, also, it's just like, it's been definitely so weird the last several years where it's like it just feels like even like music in general has felt like kind of weird, right? Where it's like it's almost like especially especially at the beginning of everything that was going on like you know, oh, let me just wait till this is done and then drop my my music or whatever, right? Cuz then, you know, oh yeah, cuz I want my album to be like, you know, the summertime album that like really pops off or whatever, but it's right. like if everybody's just not doing shit. Yeah, no, I and like, I mean, all industries are like that, right? We're like that, right? Like everything stops. Yeah. And it's pretty yeah. crazy to think about. And like, for sure, we, you know, we were at home a ton and it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> what's crazy about it is like, Part of me is like, man, we really could have taken more advantage of that time we had to, like, stream and do stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because we kind of didn't really start streaming full swing till like, after I went back to work. Yeah, that's true. And part of that, like, we were, like, adjusting to, like, you know, Tara was living with us and, you know. I was not a normal human being. Yeah, you, you struggled quite a bit with the pandemic as far as like you're the kind of person that can really just be alone yeah yeah and <laughs> and like alone. And, I, and i'm like that to a certain degree and i'm kind of i'm you know i'm very happy that tara was there you know because otherwise i would have just become cretinous you would have you would have yeah you would have become cretinous then he would just come and like stand in my doorway or some shit and be like, "So what you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> yeah, but it was funny because I I know I've said this before, but like, okay, Tara and I would go to bed at a decent time, right? Because like, yeah. it's not like it's not like now where I'm at. Like right now, she's sleeping here at the new house, and she can't hear me, and I I I'm not keeping her up by being up, right? Yeah, it's like one thirty in the morning. But yeah. there, like, there wasn't even a wall separating us, so I couldn't just be, like, this cretin that stayed up all night playing League of Legends <laughs> or whatever. And I'd be like, I'd go brush my teeth in the bathrooms right by your room, and you would just be having the fucking time of your life. Yeah, dude. Playing League and shit, and I'd be like, fuck. We are playing League, we are playing Destiny 2. I was playing Hello Three Kingdoms, uh, or Total War Three Kingdoms with Dom. We went through, like, a... Dude, we went through so many phases. It was like a hyperbolic time chamber, dude. We had the Minecraft phase. We were playing Civilization. We were playing like Destiny PvP. We were playing freaking League of Legends. We were playing freaking everything under the sun, dude. But at it the, was at the same time, I was I, sleeping like six hours a day, right? Or, or no, more like I was either sleeping like four hours or I was sleeping like twelve. <laughs> it was like so bad right and as much as i was like yo i wish that was me i'm glad it wasn't because i think you know when 
not that everything's completely back to normal, but when people were starting to get out there and do stuff again, you kind of struggled with that, right? You were, yeah. like, you were like, well, what's nice is that like our, our job at the time, like, or like, like my job at the time, it was like a very uh, comfortable place. So it wasn't like very hard to adjust back into it right away. It was definitely weird as far as like sleep schedule. Like, right. I was like, oh my God. Cause you would be up and at all then, hours of the night. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, well, with like, cause it was like, it felt like everybody's was pretty messed up. Like I would go up, I would go up stairs at like two in the morning and both my parents would be up and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and that would happen like multiple times. Um, like they just be watching like Disney plus or something, you know? Right. Right. Well, I mean, we, we get the night owl thing from somewhere, you know what I mean? It's not like, right. For sure. It's for not sure. like we're just naturally like that. Like we obviously get it from our dad, you know? Yeah. It just, he's, he's so like worked into like a sleep schedule where he wakes up at 6am for work where that it is what it is. Yeah. But I think he'd prefer to be well, for, up late, you know? Well, yeah. And then also like for me, if I don't tire myself out, like physically and mentally, I definitely had a hard time falling asleep. I've always had like hard issues with that just in general for like, uh, like school or whatever. Um, like I've just always had trouble with like having a very solid sleep schedule because I need to like fully tire myself out to be able to sleep. Um, and I don't know if I have like some type of like <laughs> sleeping disorder or something or what, but <laughs> that's just that's just how I function. So it was like very much cranked up to eleven during all that. <laughs> and it's crazy to think. Well, what I was getting at earlier is like we streamed a couple nights a week, maybe. Like we did, we played a lot of remake. Yeah, FF7 remake. And then Tara was, like, streaming through Kingdom Hearts. That's when she was doing that. But, like, yeah, I we got through so much. I just wish we would have done more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, if it happened again right now, we would probably stream literally every day. Right. And if I had to guess. Yeah, it was just scary, though, because it was, like, you don't, like, obviously we were getting unemployment and stuff, but you don't know where, like, how long that's going to last and how long, you know, you didn't know. I mean, shit, my, the place I work for could have closed down. You know what I mean? Permanently. Yeah. So it's like, there was a lot of places that didn't. Yeah. Right. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know why we got on this topic, but like the pandemic was crazy. Is crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Y'all <laughs> shit was nutty. But also it was like on a nicer note, it was like when we were like streaming, obviously like everybody was streaming more, right? Like everybody just found all this time that they like, and a lot of people decided to put it into streaming. And so we were able to like meet a lot of people and make a lot of really cool, that's cool true memories and stuff. So that's very true for that. For that. I'm definitely grateful. All right, guys, that's it for the podcast this week. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to a slice of life. From Mike and Jason. It was a bit more personal. Bro, you know what I've been watching, though? Again? What? what? Fucking the Beatles fucking get back, dude. On I Disney Plus. I from your vo- the voice you did. Yeah, the voice I did. It's me, George Harrison. Or old Greg. <laughs> or freaking Barry Gibb. Barry Gibb. <laughs> Barry Gibb, you have to talk, talk to me, like- brother. Talk to me, brother. Ha <laughs> ha.
Mary Gibb. Um, but Tara, yeah, Tara's yeah, been watching his, it with he me. He says his name like he's fucking Pikachu. Mary Gibb. Ha! He does. Um, but I've been watching it with Tara, right? Because she really likes the Beatles as well. And when I originally watched it, I just like fever dream watched it at my computer, you know? Right, right. While doing other shit. And then like Tara and I watched it and... Or we're not done with it, but we started watching it. We're like halfway through because it's like fucking six hours or something. Yeah, yeah. And um, Lord of the Rings film. Yeah, Peter Jackson. That's what he likes to do, dude. And um, it's just crazy, like watching them take songs that you know very well and just writing them on the spot. Yeah, yeah. like there's this moment where like, like differently or some shit. Right. There's this moment where like Paul starts writing "Get Back," right. And he just, like, you can hear it kind of. He's just, like, playing this chord on his bass. And then he just, like, starts being like. And you're like, like there's no words. He's just, like, he's, oh, he's right. actually doing that. Yeah, that's literally what he's doing. Yeah, he's not singing words at all. And, like, George and Ringo are just sitting there. And John's, like, probably doing heroin or something. And, like, <laughs> he's just, like. And then he just starts going, get back. Get back. Get back, you know, like he doesn't have words, he right? He just knew get back was it. He just knew get back was in it, right? And <laughs> like, it's just crazy because that song's so good, mm-hmm. and he just like out of nowhere just fucking comes up with it. And there's yeah, some songs like crazy. they they show up and you can tell they were working on it alone and they brought it to the group, but that he literally you can tell he just comes up with it just in front of them, just in like, front of them, <laughs> and it's just like what the fuck? But then like. A couple hours later in the dock, the recording, the um producer keeps asking him, "Hey Paul, can you uh turn up, turn down your bass, uh like, on on your on your bass guitar itself?" And then Paul turns around, and he starts messing with the amp. He goes, "No, turn it down on the guitar." And Paul McCartney doesn't fucking know what his knobs on his bass guitar do. That's crazy. Like one of the greatest songwriter slash bassists of all time, and he doesn't know what the knobs on his guitar do. <laughs> like it's just like what the fuck? Um, That's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's really nuts. It, and I I highly recommend people watch it. I know it's a lot, and some of it is definitely skippable. Like there's a bunch of times where like him and John are just like, like they uh the song Two of Us, which is the first song off uh Let It Be. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. they meme that song a ton. Like there's one part where like Two of Us starting to lie. like they're singing like that. To each other. And Ringo and George are just playing along with them, but you can tell there's like, really, guys? Like, what the fuck? You know? This sounds like a Super Spaghetti bro stream. Dude. Basically, dude. It's basically what it is. And I started <laughs> I started writing my own words to that song. Oh, nice, nice. And I just, Tara, Tara hates it, but I'm just always like, the two of us touching boners, touching wieners, touching dongs. The two of us, you know, and, and then there's the part where it's like, we're going home. And I'm like, we're touching dongs. Like, and she just, she's like, she just gets so mad because it gets stuck in my head or in her head. And it's in my head too. I'm just singing it all day. singing about touching dongs. Yeah, dude. That, and then, you know, I, I always ramp it up to be fucking more than that, you know. Like... <laughs> Docking our dicks together, <laughs> smacking testes. You know, just like just whatever, oh whatever fucking like. It's got too visual. Yeah, and then Tara's just like, shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. 
All right, last thing I want to say about Paul McCartney, though, is he's going on tour again. Wow. He's, like, old as fuck, right? Yeah. And the tour is called Paul McCartney Got Back. Mm, right? I don't know that they get. Because <laughs> because he's trying to capitalize on the Get Back documentary, right? But he explained it as, I told you guys I'd get back to you. I'd come back again, and I got back. Right? Because oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's old, right? Oh, no. And then somebody I follow tweeted, I can't believe there's a whole tour about Paul McCartney's fat ass because <laughs> it's Paul <laughs> McCartney got back. Yeah. The fuck? Who okayed this? Uh, dude, someone was not doing Paul any favors, dude. Who's caretaker? Yeah, right? <laughs> Who's the caretaker, bro? Paul McCartney's definitely clicking, uh, clicking <laughs> de- dementia symptoms. Type yeah, in Google and it has purple, purple links, dude. dude, for sure. It's all for purple. sure. Anyway, that was um the Phantom Report podcast. We're gonna take a short break, Jason. <laughs> and when we come back, we're gonna do the question of the week. Okay, if this is your first episode and you're somehow still here. Dude, listen to every other episode. <laughs> right. We don't normally do this. We you just somehow guys, still here. There's just literally nothing to talk about with Kingdom Hearts that we haven't already talked about a million times. And you know, they need to announce something new. You know what I mean? Like it's just um also it's just like we can come up with stuff sometimes, dude, but like holy shit. <laughs> well, part of okay, we said this a little earlier, but part of the issue was we came up with something that we thought would work, and then it turns out it doesn't yeah. work for the podcast at all. So we made yeah. it do its own thing, but we spent we like a fucking like hour. Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> we spent like a fucking hour doing it, and now we're like, fuck, we still got to do a podcast. So yeah. we just said, you know what? We'll talk about KH20, and then we're going to shoot the shit, dude. Because you yeah. guys like us, right? You like hearing us talk. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. If you don't, then come back next episode. <laughs> we'll actually or, stay or now because we're doing the question of the week episode. now. Yeah, now it's going to be Kingdom Hearts. Right. So, we'll be right back. This is Richard Epcar. Welcome to the Ansem Report Podcast. Come to the darkness. Welcome back to the Ansem Report Podcast. It's time for the question of the Thank you, Afro Rock, Afro, Afro Roxas, Afro, wow. Afro Roxas, dude, the goaded legend for that sting. True. This week's question of the week, Jason, is from me. What Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer was your favorite and why? Side question, is regular Pat right, yes or no? Okay, okay, okay. SPK says, my fave is going to be the final battle trailer. It just sat so well with me for some reason. Can't quite put my finger on it. Could it be that it literally has my favorite line in all of KH in it? You don't believe that. It also just made me feel like, yo, it's coming. (laughs) Gavin Dodson says, I personally love the initial release trailer where Sora picks up the Keyblade on Destiny Islands. Honestly, I kind of wish I stopped watching trailers after that. I feel as though I was spoiled for most of the game by watching every trailer that came out after that one. I just felt like the trailers left me feeling very unsurprised when the game came out. So, in other words, Gavin says Pat was right. Yeah, dude. He's on Team Pat. Team <laughs> Pat. Bioroxis says, 
I really liked the Olympus Orchestra trailer, and the Frozen trailer was cool. I was in the middle of the grocery store when my phone started blowing up with notifications that there was a new trailer. Haha. Um, I just also want to say before we move on from BioRexus, um, Bio recently released a statement that he is going to be doing content creation as more of a hobby. Um, because he wants to spend more time with his family, and I will. I just want to say to Bio, I support and salute you, my friend, 100%. I'm proud of you, and I love you. I'm Chippendale saluting, dude. Yep. As he's blasting off in his gummy ship. Godspeed. Hashtag thank you, BioRock. Let's start the hashtag every week. Alk says, I like the Toy Story world revealed. Those types of trailers were good and spoiler-free for the most part. Also, assuming we're talking about Pat being right about the KH3 trailers fucking over the game in a way, yeah, I agree. I didn't touch, touch any KH trailers till after I beat KH3, so when I went back to watch the trailers, oh god, what the hell were they thinking? I understand it was in development for a really long time and needed to keep the hype up, but holy shit, man, did they really have to show the whole fucking game? At least Final Fantasy VII Remake had the decency to wait a really long time until the next trailer, even though as soon as it came back, they spilled more shit what the fuck square, which was a step in the right direction. But holy shit, and apparently Square did it again for Neo, The World Ends With You by spilling more shit. Yeah, sorry, Square. Square, I'll watch one or two trailers, but once you start bringing out the final trailers and whatnot, I'm out of here. If I miss something and we're talking about Pat being right about something else, then, uh, no, LOL. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I Alex said he didn't watch the trailers. Mm-hmm. And then watched them after he played. Okay. But the question we're asking is, did it ruin the game? So I don't know if Alex can answer the question because he didn't watch the trailers. He doesn't have the proper context. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I think think his answer is still valid, dude. I don't know, man. You can't just invalidate his... his, He might not have the proper context. Uh, Sean underscore AFK says, I have two favorite trailers. Again, not answering the question properly. The final battle was one of the was probably the best cut together trailer they made that could have been the trailer for an actual movie and the way it all flowed together and even though in retrospect I would say it showed too much at the time it was jaw dropping the most emotional reaction I had was to a trailer was Toy Story I think that that was the first time we were told there'd be a Pixar inclusion and that hit me so hard I jumped up from my desk and just started screaming Toy Story Toy Story I'm sure I sounded like a lunatic (laughs) what's that voice that's how I imagine Sean Toy jumping story, up from Toy his desk. Story. Toy Story! Toy Story! <laughs> Alright, Billy the Kid Lawrence wrote a fucking novel, so here we go. <laughs> For six years, I waited and waited and waited, staring outside of my classroom windows for what felt like an eternity, daydreaming of that myth of a game and whether or not it would ever come out. Would I ever live to see Kingdom Hearts 3? Would the world perish before then? The six years passed as I became an adult, off to experience new worlds in my metaphorical gummy ship. In 2012, I rekindled my love for Kingdom Hearts after a long hiatus. I re-experienced the games I'd already loved, but I also played Birth by Sleep for the first time ever that year, while also popping up my MOMMY cherry for the first time ever as well. (laughs) Oh, Aqua, you had me at Ben, you hopeless sleepyhead. MOMMY! That same year, I had one of my favorite experiences ever in handheld gaming with Dream Drop Distance. The hype was building, and the dream was looking to surely drop soon, even if from a distance. 2012, the year that we all thought we were going to die in December, was inching ever closer to its end. 
But suddenly <laughs> there was a light in the darkness. Disney finally bought Pixar, and right then I knew the world wasn't going to end. I worked. I looked at my coworker Jacob Cox, who had, I had just Definitely recently real. met via working at the movie theater, and I called it. Disney just bought Pixar. Now Nomura can do a Toy Story world, and I guarantee you next E3, KH3 gets announced. I laughed. I can dream. And so, dream on I did for a whole nother year. E3 2013. I was upset this day, for I had to work during the press conference. I was sweeping the hallways of the formerly known as Rave Motion Pictures Metropolis 18 movie theater in Plainfield, Indiana. With broom and butler in hand, I was just itching to get home because I just had this feeling, this magical feeling, that maybe, just maybe, the dream would become reality that night. It was getting late, in the middle of sweeping up a code white dry spill of popcorn. I got a text from none other than D. Jacob Cox, a good friend at this point now. <laughs> the Jacob Cox text, it read, Kingdom Hearts 3 in development. I Yo? Broke, I broke down on my knees in awe and buttery popcorn and in slight tears before getting back to work. I rushed home, <laughs> and I almost got a speeding ticket in doing so, needing to see this trailer with all my being. When I got home, I ran up the stairs, breathing in and out super fast, my heart racing more than it ever had in my life. Then it happened. I did the thing, and finally witnessed the dream being realized. I sobbed uncontrollably, as did the rest of the world, as Sora picked up Daddy, Ericus's former keyblade, <laughs> with that beautiful score and animation that could and did bring a grown man to tears. The dream was real. The world would go on. I could rest easy now. Kingdom Hearts 3 was in development, and I found out via a damn text from Jacob Cox, that son of a... Not for real, though. That trailer is my absolute favorite for how it made me and millions of others feel. We did it. We're here. Onward to the new dreams ahead. Imagine the new world with me. Believe in it and dive in. Mommy. Also, yeah, Pat's right. Pat's always right. He's a G, and Bioroxis is a bottom. <laughs> dude, that that reading it's so different, dude. Because, like, like just how you were reading it, you're, you're like, I, I don't know, just how you were reading it, and then also... Like, I'm listening to Kingdom Hearts. Okay, I'm sure everybody else has had this shit pop up in their suggested. Because it's been in my suggested every goddamn day. Sora's bedroom, beach house, beach house, ocean ambience, relaxing Kingdom Hearts music to study slash relax slash sleep to. Okay? And it was playing the motherfucking Kyrie theme, but like the music box one or whatever. And so that shit was just hitting, dude. That nearly brought me to tears. You're welcome. Thank you, Billy the Kid. Thank you, Mike, and thank you, Billy the Kid Lawrence. Mommy. Kyrie's bro says, I didn't watch any of the trailers out of fear of spoilers. I really didn't need any hype. I'd been waiting long enough. I knew I would buy a day one and live it, and sure enough, it was amazing. As for the side question, I don't know what it's referring to, but he's regular Pat, so he's definitely wrong. <laughs> P.S. Actually love the guy, and KH1 is the best game. Mm. Dreamer says, the one where Sora just screams at the end. Like, I'm not sure which one it was, but when Sora screamed, holy shit, I sat there for like a good hot minute thinking, oh shit, oh fuck, what happens in Cage 3? The fear was real, guys. And then they add, regular Pat Bean, right? When has that happened? <laughs> I knew this question was just going to grief Pat. It was going to be a shin kicking for the yeah, ages. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I remember specifically the the screaming. That's in the finale, right? That's the final battle trailer, yeah. The final baddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baddie? The final baddie? Final baddie? Today. The final baddie? Dude, yeah, I remember being like, holy shit, dude. This is, that's either fucking Riku or Kyrie dying, bro. Little did I know, it was essentially both. Is all. <laughs> it was everybody. Mark Creation Studio says, I love the first trailer. Good way to reveal a, ge- a new game. Also, yes, regular Pat was absolutely right. Mark, I don't I don't think you understand how this works. You're supposed to kick Pat in the shins. Yeah, dude. Phil Games. You're supposed to say regular who? Exactly. <laughs> Phil Games says, I wasn't around for the Cage 2 hype circle, so I can't really comment on any of the specific trailers, but I definitely agreed with Pat. Showing Roxas in one of the trailers was just dumb. I don't know, Phil. I feel like we knew Roxas was going to be there. There's literally no way. Like, you can't watch blank points and then tell me that like not every single person is coming back, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's There's obvious. no way. Um, you could have told me Ericus was coming back and I would fucking believe you after watching blank points, bro. Right. What the fuck? Egg of Dog says, I think by default it'd be the final battle trailer since that's the only one I remember. If you don't compare it to the full game, it's a really good trailer. At the time, it took my hype to Unreal levels. The highlight for yeah. me is at 2.35 when the music kind of sinks with young Xehanort going, there's no saving you. Chills every time. Yeah, that said, dude. I feel like the biggest misstep for this trailer was showing too many things that the viewer would have or at least easily been able to infer the full context without actually having to play the game. Like showing the Axel seeing Kyrie as Shion in the hyperbolic time chamber moment was a mistake in my opinion. Whereas putting Sora screaming while it's very late in the game is a good move because it got my wheels turning as to how our boy gets to this point. It's not too hard to guess though because the trailer also shows everyone getting swept away by the demon tide. Not to mention the fucking Zeta Flare, the final world, and Scala. Foolish! The first half of the trailer before Don't Think Twice kicks in is perfectly fine, but after that, it feels like it goes off the rails into real spoiler territory. But yeah, Pat's super right. The whole showing too much thing isn't even a problem specific to KH. I went back and watched the final trailer for Neo 2E, and holy smokes, they spoil everything they possibly can. It's chock full of spoilers that I'm not even comfortable putting here in full detail because how big they are. You got every look who's back moment in the game, the coolest boss, fights against characters who you ostensibly have no reason to be fighting, and large sequences from as far in as the last couple hours. I think I said this before, but I'd caught this trailer before starting Neo. I might not even bother playing it at all, which in hindsight probably would have been for the best. If Square keeps aggressively Damn. showing stuff from the last moments of their games, I prefer they do at least have the decency to lie to me about it like Marvel does. Damn. Roasting. Roasting the world ends with you. And rightfully so. Jump. Yeah, how dare they spoil it? That's right, Jup214 says, Dude, I might be a basic bitch, but watching Sora pick up Erica's Keyblade on Destiny Islands got my nipples hard as fuck. <laughs> as far as Pat being right or wrong, I was like him where I tried to avoid most of the trailers. That being said, I think the point he made was my fav- that was my favorite was that showing characters like Vanitas isn't a good thing because the diehard fans know who he is, but the people who only played 1 and 2 don't know who he is at all. So the people who will get hyped for a reveal like that are already going to play the game. But that's just bad marketing, in my opinion. But I don't think the trailer should have flat out ruined the game for anyone. Thank you, Jup. Wildcat Diana says... But didn't ruin it. Right. So Jup agrees with Pat, but said, no, he's wrong too. (laughs) Wildcat Diana says, for me, it's a toss between the announcement and the development trailer because it all made us scream collectively and the final battle trailer. 
I'm not too picky on spoilers when it comes to video games, but the experience is tied to gameplay also, and I loved every moment of the trailer. Specifically because Kingdom Hearts, you really need the context to know what's going on. That she is true. She dude. said, you don't have the right context. That is so true. You dude. don't have enough context. I've never heard the I've never heard a, a more legit fucking phrase in my life. That, but like no, I actually right do hundred percent agree with Diana where it's like to me, it's like and I, I know I said this this last week, but like what I watched it and was incredibly hype for like weeks, right? Mm-hmm. But then by the time the game came out and I'm in the middle of playing it, it's all out the window. Like I'm just in the in the moment, like I'll be thinking about okay, what could happen next, but not in the context of like, oh yeah, we saw this in the trailer and then this and then that and then this and then that. Like trying to like piece it together. Right. Like I'm more like in the moment of the game, what has happened in the game. And not even like consciously. You know what I mean? I'm not right. like, okay, don't think about the trailer. Like I just I I just don't. I agree. And I do the same thing with like Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like every single time a Marvel movie would come out or like, like, for example, like the Doctor Strange trailer, like I watch it and I watch it and I watch it. But then I'm not like in the middle of the Marvel movie, like, oh, yo, that was in the trailer. Like, so this must mean that this must mean that like I'm not like I'm just consuming as much as I can. Right. In that moment. So it takes all my brain power. Yeah, I agree. All my cereal consumption, if you will. Kate's Waterblock says, honestly, it might be a tie. On one hand, the first trailer I list made me excited overall, where the second trailer I list got me interested the most. The original E3 2013 trailer where it was announced. I absolutely lost my mind and apparently lost the ability to speak and type coherently. I love this trailer because of how pre-rendered and goofy it is, too. Honestly, I couldn't have asked for anything more at the time, even though it was way too early to announce it, as Nomir says. The other trailer would probably have to be the one attached to the 2.5 E3 2014 trailer. It was the chess scene at the end of the main 2.5 trailer, but using Nomura's art and text with beautiful piano arrangement in the background. To me, simple trailers like that excite me more than things that... More... I'm sorry. To me, simple trailers like that excite me more about things than repeated gameplay clips of Sora fighting Heartless. Yeah, those trailers are crazy hype too, but I just love that trailer, I think, the most. Hmm. Cheery Theoden says, I was super casually a Cage fan when 3 came out, as in I only played 1 and 2 because I thought the side game stories didn't matter. And the only trailer I remember seeing was the E3 announcement with Sora fighting a beta version of a demon tower. That being said, Cage 3 was so Dude, fucking fun to so me, good. and is the reason I dove back in the other games and the fandom at large. I just had to know the backstories for all these characters I had always heard about but knew nothing about. I say all that to say I'm really confident Pat is right. I was shocked when I found out how much the Cage, Cage community hated 3, but after watching his recent video on the topic, I can understand a bit more. So, I don't... There are obviously people out there that say they hate KH3's story. Mm-hmm. But to me, like, I feel like most of the KH hate comes, KH3 hate comes from people that are like, well, it doesn't play the same as KH2. Or, like... There's definitely that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think that... The, I don't know. I wouldn't say the general consensus is that people hate 3. I, I think there was either. a lot of people that were like kind of disappointed or like whatever, right? But yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't say I would that's say... a general consensus. I think stupid people th- say that. But <laughs> if you don't like KH3, you're stupid. There, I said it. 
Sirius Black says, I don't think I have a favorite trailer, but if I had to choose one, it would be the final battle trailer. The trailer at the time felt like it was really setting up a climax at the end of the saga. However, when I look back on it, I do agree and disagree with Pat on whether or not KH3 ruined itself. As a KH fan, anything KH related is good for the community because it just opens up so many conversations. We get to see so many KH creators like you guys and Demo and The Secret Reports and a Hell host yeah. of other creators bring fire content. So I disagree with Pat on one hand because those trailers really did give something to the community that it did not have for years. Where I agree with Pat is more how the trailers took the element of surprise and shock factor. I mean, sure, we got that through that through the trailers, but the reactions would have been over 9,000 if you discovered it for the first time in-game. The best comparison I would give would be Sora being in Smash. Even though it was a rumor before the announcement, no one really knew if it was true, so those Sora and Smash reaction videos were priceless. I think if there was no final battle trailer, the game would have been much better received both from cage fans and non cage fans. Thank you, uh, Sirius Black, for saying nice things about our content. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Cheese and Quackers says, Hello, this is my first time answering the question of the week. I started listening Hello. to the podcast about a year ago, and I finally decided to participate in the Discord server. Yo. Thanks for joining us. I got into Kingdom Hearts in 2020 after seeing the Remind trailer, so I wasn't really around when the trailers were dropping for Cage 3. But after looking back at all the trailers leading up to the release of Cage 3, I would say my favorite is the original E3 2013 trailer. There is something special about that trailer to me. I think it reflects the series as a whole. I could also imagine how hype there would be how much hype there would be after seeing that trailer. It was one of those moments where KH community would come together and start theorizing all the little tiny details they could find. I agree KH3 did ruin itself. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I loved KH3. It's my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. But I also didn't watch any trailers for it before going in, but I think Square showed way too many events that were going to happen in the game. For example, Rox just showing up was one of the biggest moments in the game, and they showed it off in the trailer like it was nothing. Cheese and Quackers, thank you, and thank you for uh, yeah, thank you joining the Discord. Welcome Kingdom the Holly Discord. says, I'm actually playing through 3 for the very first time as we speak, and it's been so Yo. much fun. It's already my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. Coming to the series so late, I knew the plot and the big reveals, but it's still been an awesome ride. I agree with what Jason oh, yeah. said last week, that you're not thinking about the trailer material in the moment. You're just having the experience as it is coming to you. So I think ruin is too strong of a word, but I do think the trailers would have been lessened that raw would have lessened that raw experience. I also think Cage is interesting as a community because it was the lead-up to Cage 3 that caused the online community to form on a global scale. What I mean is, what I mean is, is that I hear Jason's point about the trailers being part of what got the ARP and other content creators to start creating. You guys had an interesting point about the trailers and the spoilers slash reveals and then being part of the Cage fan experience, which for Cage also includes stuff outside the games themselves, like theorizing. So I guess I'm torn on how to move forward. I want that fresh, raw cage experience I haven't had yet, but I also don't want to miss out on the community excitement from going through the trailer saga either. Too long didn't read, ruin isn't the right word, but it depends on whether you only care about playing the games as part of the cage experience. Very well put, Holly. Thank you. Dude, that was a god-tier answer. Yes. Especially because they kept saying I was right. <laughs> I wondered <laughs> if you were going to comment on that. Uh, <laughs> Jason, what's your what's your answer? What's your favorite cage 3 trailer? My favorite cage 3 trailer... Um, I think it was like this, this, the Sony, Sony, Sony. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the one where they uh, revealed Darkwa, right? Yes. The, the... well, Darkwa was originally revealed at like the orchestra, remember? And then the next oh, day, no, I don't remember that. The next day, they it was on the Sony one. I think. I think you're right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that one that one was really my favorite because like to me 
Because, like, I don't know, dude. Everyone is saying, like, I, I wish there wasn't, like, big reveals like Roxas. Even though I've stated that I feel like that's not a big reveal. It's, like, pretty obvious it's happening. Um, but, like, it there needs to be at least one big thing, right? Now, they're, looking back on it, there's definitely a lot that's spoiled, right? But without the context and it being jump, jumping back and forth chronologically, I think it still works. I think they could tone it down a little bit, but I think there still needs to be one really big reveal at least. And that one to me was the one that got my wheels turning so freaking much, dude. Like that was one of those things yeah, where Pat not only was I like, mommy, I was like, yo, this is cool as shit, dude. Cause it's like, it's different. Cause like when, when Riku turns into like half darkling or whatever, like, it didn't feel like the stakes were as high, right? Because it's like the first game and there's like a whimsical type of vibe to KH1 in general, right? Like it definitely doesn't feel like the stakes are as high even after replaying it like a million times or whatever, right? But like in that moment, it was like, yo, Aqua's Norded, Terra's already Norded, like holy shit, bro, like what the hell? And then they had already announced Vanitas and then like you see Vanitas like well, it looks like almost like summoning Ventus out of his chest, right? So it was like, holy shit. Like the stakes had like never felt higher to me and was like. That that to me was one of the best moments of any of the trailers. Um, and I would be sad if it wasn't in. Yeah, Pat has a whole thing about that Aqua one, how it doesn't really matter. And like, I think that's the point. Right. right, it's a. It's it is, like that, it is the red herring that people right. are asking it's the for. <laughs> point. Like the point is, it doesn't matter. Like yeah, it, it's it's not and a I would big argue spoiler. Roxas is the same thing. Right, like. And Shion. It's is like when the they when they thing. take uh, whatever Avengers movie that was where they put green ass Hulk in the part where they're all sprinting forward, and it and mm. it turns out Hulk wasn't even in the movie basically, right? Yeah, it's when they do stuff like that, you know what I mean, and it's and obviously that's not as big of a deal, but like, I think it's fine that the Darkwa thing didn't turn out to be some big sprawling gameplay narrative thing. It was just a boss fight because like, it it's meant to it like and yeah, the shock value would have been more in the moment in the game, I guess. But like, do you want it to have that shock value in the game? Because like he said, it's just like a red herring, right? Because to me, like if you, there's shock value and then it just ends, it's like, oh. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's right. better that it was, like, ruined, so to speak, in the trailer, to me at least. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what I was saying as well, like, with, like, the stakes never feeling higher. Like, you see that with, like, with Aqua and everything. But then, yeah, you're seeing everybody getting, like, swept up by this giant fucking tornado of Heartless and, like, all this shit. And, it, like, it definitely was, like, a down in the fucking dumps, like trailer and it was something i felt like a lot of people were asking for you know what right, i mean like right everyone was like yeah we want this to be more dark more serious more all this stuff um and then that's what they gave us you know <laughs> like, yeah it's definitely even when you're in fucking winnie the pooh sora's like wow i can't feel my same connection i have with Pooh. like this is all like definitely a lot more like dark and serious and right obviously there's not fucking like blood and shit in it but like I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a lot more serious. Like, the characters are, like... There's, like, multiple scenes where the characters are, like, crying and stuff. Like, <laughs> like literally, like, tears. and Their eyes are freaking red. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's a very right. emotional game. And I don't know. I don't feel like... 
Roxas being uh, taken off his hood and sh showing all of that stuff uh, really, really ruined it at all. Um, I think it mainly, and like I said last week as well, some of my favorite memories are talking with people about Kingdom Hearts. Not even just, and then that's why we have this podcast, right? Like, right. It, it's not even about playing it. Like, it's about like sharing the experiences and as well as, you know, talking about, oh, I, I, this is what I think it is. Or, oh, it could be this, it could be that. And the fact that the game is, I don't know the exact right term, but like that it's deep enough to have those type of conversations and, and stuff like that, I, I think is really cool. Um, and that, that's something I really love about the game. And so I hope they continue to have these really banging ass trailers. Um, and when that, dude, when that happens, man, for the next game, we're going to be eating good, dude. For sure. Like, just Jason the anti-pat, if you will. Just thinking about these old KH3 trailers just brings me back to that moment when I was, like, watching them and just, like, the hype that I felt, like, all this stuff. And it's, like, I feel like with all the stuff that we've done with streaming and with the podcast and with everything, it just makes it even more important to me, like... This is, it just it makes it even cooler <laughs> right and so yeah i'm excited bring on the bring on the fucking spoilers dude bring on the fucking spoilers he says dude, fuck you put yozora put yozora in the trailer fuck you put the girl Pat. in the trailer put everybody in the trailer kidding, bro Pat, i love you um <laughs> my you know put you, yozora in the trailer oh no shit he's in the fucking game bro what you want it you want to know what my favorite trailers yes the classic kingdom trailer dude the, oh, one, the one where it shows Sora and Donald Goofy getting the fucking classic Kingdom games, and then it just shows classic Kingdom games, and that's the trailer. Well, shut the fuck up, No, dude. listen. This is why it's my favorite. Hear me out. It's because... Because they made you waste all that time. Here's the thing. I remember <laughs> at the time, everybody... I don't remember what event that trailer was part of, or even if it was, but I remember people thinking, knowing that there was going to be a new Kingdom Hearts trailer and getting really hyped. And then that's the fucking trailer they dropped. And everybody was pissed, dude. Everybody was mad. And I thought it was so funny. Everybody was so... They're like, they put these fucking... These fucking Game & Watch games on here. Fuck them. What the fuck? No mirror. Like, everybody was so... fucking McDonald's kids meal ass games. Everybody was so mad, dude. And I loved it. I was thriving. It was... It was funny, dude. I, I loved it. Got it. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for this week's question of the week. Uh, Jason, do you, do you have a suggestion for next week's question of the week? Dude, next week's question of the week is what is the best classic kingdom game? Yo, you're right. That's a great question, dude. What classic kingdom game tickles your gooch, dude? You have to go play all of them. Yep. I don't know if you didn't play all of them. You got to go play all of them. If you just what say the best one? Mickey cuts it up, I know you're fucking lying. <laughs> it's the first one. I know you're fucking lying if you say Mickey cuts it up. No okay? way, bro. I know you're lying. Unless you can Dude, give me a synopsis. Top of my head, off the top of my head, I think my favorite one, I don't know the name of it, but the one where like the eggs are like falling through the pipes and you got to like turn the pipes oh, that's a good one. to make it so that that's that's probably my favorite one off the top of my head. I don't head. remember what that was. It's called. just brain dead enough, but just not brain dead enough. All right, everybody. 
You heard my Jason. least favorite one is the dumbass giant one. If you, you say you, you like the the giant one the best, why you're are you fucking spoiling wrong. your answers for next week, dude? Dude, I gotta, dude. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a trailer, dude. It's not a spoiler. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening and watching the Answer Before podcast. Uh, hopefully, you're okay with us veering off and talking about something different when we don't really have Kingdom Hearts stuff to talk about. We appreciate that. Be on the lookout for our videos and shit. We got stuff coming out soon. So, uh, thank you for listening and watching and putting up with us. Jason, hit him with it. May your hearts be your guiding key thank you now fuck off got it thank you to our patrons nesquick 502 dj corn dp grant energy scott Espicat, famous for nothing gavin dotson iron aggro iron daddy sean ya boy woody Pokemon Trainer J, Lisa S, Mr. Trumpeter 711, Matt M, Orpheus Joshua, Preferred Whale 6, Sean underscore AFK, Swarles Barkley, Tyler Tyler Rims, Vigilus Gaming, Water KH, Yawn Song, Zach P, Lands of Masters, Egglag29, Frank, Regular Pat, Fabio the Iguana, Unholy Dolphin, Vetus, What's Up Carl, Cheney, Damon Z, Elbow Juice, Kyrie's Bro, Travis Town Jr., Phil Games, Afro Roxas, and Brundox. Thank you guys so much for being patrons. If you want to support the podcast and all our other projects, please go to patreon.com slash superspikeeddybros, where you too can show us the support in that way. We have lots of cool, really uh, awesome, fun projects on there that are only exclusive to the Patreon, and you get a lot of stuff early. For example, our 2021 Twitch Clips uh, video was early on Patreon. They could, People could watch it early. It was pretty cool. I know. We're pretty awesome like that. Also, you get the podcast at least a day early. So thank you again to all those Patreons. If you're interested, go check it out. And uh, yeah, that's it, I think. Thank you again.
Got a number one victory royale. Yeah, Fortnite, we about to get down. Jun Bill's on the board right now. Just wiped out Tomato Town. Now we're in the Pleasant Park streets. The math, look at the mark sheet. Take me to your Xbox to play Fortnite today. We can have Misty Meyer, but not Luthic. I really want to chug jug with you. We can be pro Fortnite gamers. He said, hey, broski, you got some shields in a, heels in a shield pot? I fucked up the lyrics and I'm at only one HP. Said, bro, sorry. Found nothing on this safari. I checked the upstairs of the house, but not the underneath yet. This is the part where I don't remember any of the lyrics. I just know he gets mm. to. I got oh, few bucks that I'll spend. More than you can contend. I'm a cool pro Fortnite gamer. Cool pro Fortnite. Take me to your Xbox to play Fortnite today. That's right.